The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You can put your weed in there. Stone is Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's Mike Craig here at Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, motherfucker. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 24. This is the 420 special. Not only is it 420, at least another 22 minutes here on the East Coast, it is 420, 2020. It's a lot of 20s. I know. <clears throat> and 420 today, it was 4. 420. I know, mean, it's a lot. In any case, I hope you've been having. A great 420. I know a lot of uh, plans were canceled, obviously, because of the coronavirus. A lot of gatherings and such did not happen. Because of that, talk a little bit about coronavirus tonight, in as much as St. Pierre believes he has coronavirus and he left this new voicemail and a special 420 message from St. Peter. Also, a little bit later tonight, I did an interview earlier today with Kendra Sunderland, KS Library Girl on Twitter. Adult superstar. Talked about a lot of stuff. We did some bong rips. Why well, did bong rips? She did dabs in honor and celebration of 420. I think my volume's low. I think it's just this right here. There we go. Damn. Can't hear myself. My beautiful fucking voice. Now it's too loud. Dumbass. God. I'm obsessed with that shit. Anyway. The interview I did with Kendra Sunderland, that'll be later tonight. Also, to about whether or not 420 is a holiday that should end, at least in its current form. Also, Mike Tyson, the special 420 message. Special 420 messages from St. Peter and Mike Tyson in the same show. That's crazy. Only here will you find that. Mainly because we're the only ones that give a shit about St. Peter, but still. But still. Also, police in San Francisco are making sure that uh, nobody gathered on Hippie Hill or 420 celebrations. Cut the music. That's enough. That's enough. We get it. We get it. The show has begun. Beat a dead horse, as they say. Anyway, if you want to check out all the information on the show, stonerjesus.net. We're live right now in many, many places. Periscope, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Of course, you can find all these links. All information on the show is stonerjesus.net. Past streams, audio episodes, all that stuff, stonerjesus.net. Email the show, stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. 
If you're on Facebook and you want to join our group of fans, our hardcore fans of the show, search Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. I want to give a shout out to the Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast. I was on their show earlier tonight. That episode will come out next week. In a nutshell, it is a podcast that uh, Kevin Goatee and uh, Kevin Israel, I had Kevin Goatee on the show here a few weeks ago. Uh, they're some of their uh, comics in New York City, and they do a show, a podcast called Gunning the Sacred Cow. Basically, a guest comes on and tries to rip apart a movie that is well-loved, did great at the box office, you know, critically acclaimed, a lot of, uh, you know, success and whatnot. So, uh, I did that earlier tonight. I won't tell you the movie that I did. You just have to wait and see. But uh, Did I do a good job? I don't know. You have to wait and see. I think I did, but I'm biased, obviously. But first, before we get to the videos and the Kendra Sutherland interview and St. Peter's voicemail, do a special rip for 420. I normally don't do this on the air because, especially back in the days of podcasting, it wasn't the visual wasn't needed, and the audio, all you really got was a lot of silence as I inhaled and maybe started coughing, and which gets me funny for a minute, but then, you know, after that, it's a bit fucking old. But anyway, it is 420, so it's special. So here we go. Then you may, you know, partake at home. I give you permission. There you go, bro. Happy 420. Wherever you're celebrating, it's probably inside in quarantine. Like I said, no big celebrations. And that sucks. We'll talk about more about that. Uh, talk more about that in the second segment. See, then I got to get some drink, and it's just the whole fucking thing. That's why I don't do it. That's why I'm not sitting here smoking weed all night. <laughs> I'm trying to do a show. I'm trying to entertain. I'm trying to inform. Uh, I'm trying to do all these things. Keepable from, you know, falling asleep too early. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you use this show for, thank you for doing so. Now, of course, to the most important part of the show, a special 420 voicemail from St. Peter. Yeah, we haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. I was hoping that we get a voicemail today, because I'm sure, I was sure that he knew that it was 420. He's kind of abrasive about it in the voicemail, but then again, he that's what he does. St. Peter's a very abrasive person. In any case, he also give, gives us an update on what he thinks is his coronavirus. We've been chronicling that in his previous voicemails over the last month or so. Anyway... Here's a special 420 message from St. Peter. Hey, hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, it's me, Peter. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's 420. Jesus, 4, 420, April 20th. Jesus, Hitler's birthday, whatnot. You still doing all that, that stuff, that 420 stuff with uh, the stoner and the Jesus and whatnot and your whole gimmick there? I assume you are really haven't listened to the show or watched the show in quite a while. I guess it really doesn't matter. You're doing like you're probably still doing the 420 thing. You really, you really get a gimmick. You know, you really beat that shit to death. Uh, Jesus, I know you. So I'm sure you're celebrating 420. You're doing some big fucking show like you're some kind of big shot or whatnot. But anyway, Jesus, uh, I think I'd call in with like a do a bong rip like the old days. Uh, but first, I want to update you on my uh, my 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 coronavirus. I mean, I never officially got a, like, a positive, uh, diagnosis or whatever, but, uh, I mean, I mean, let's face it, Jesus, you snort, uh, liquefied brains out of a dead bat, 
Well, I mean, uh, something's gonna happen. It's gonna be bad. I've been pissing to do with the fuchsia, and my dick's been whistling. I've been very disoriented, and I've been hearing uh, voices in my head, and you got an accent. You remember all my uh, greatest hits, Jesus, from the previous uh, voicemails or whatnot. Anyway, uh, so that's the update. I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, 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 Jesus. And it's 420, so let's do a, uh, I'm gonna do a bong rip. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get the bong. Hold on. Here we go. All right. Jesus. Oh. Anyway, so uh, you know, play on your dumb show. The fucking stoners read it up. Happy 420, and uh, you know, uh, fuck uh, fuck Enrique, and uh, of course you know, fuck you, Jesus. Yes, thank you. First of all, I was I was wrong with clever thing. It's pretty funny. And second of all, uh, I guess there isn't a second of all. It's another wasted couple minutes listening to St. Peter. They did do bong rip. So that was pretty good. And I did play it on my dumb show. So thank you. Thank you for that. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 24. It is, at least for another 14 minutes here on the East Coast, as we do the show live, is 420, 2020. A weird time. Obviously, even a couple months ago, we didn't expect things to be this way. I would still be here doing this, just the same way you see me doing it. But other people were going to go places and do things. I've heard before the coronavirus, it was all the rage. People went places and did things. I don't know. It sounds like bullshit to me, but who am I? Who am I to shit on people's dreams? Maybe there's some people out there still dreaming of someday going places and doing things. Maybe I'm one of those people. I don't know. We'll see. Coming up later in the show, my interview that I did earlier today with Kendra Sunderland, KS Library Girl on Twitter. Very interesting talk about, you know, all kinds of shit. Weed, obviously 420, stuff like that. Adult performing. We'll see if I can get into that somewhere. <laughs> if I can place my titties somewhere and get someone to pay me actual money for it. Then I'm fucking set. It's the, it's the getting from the one to the other. That's the problem. The step between me flashing my titties and people giving me money. is a roadblock. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a disconnect between the two. In any case, we have that later as well. Next segment, as I said, I'll talk about whether 420 should end as a holiday, as it is right now. Also, uh, Mike Tyson speaking about 420. It's so fucking weird. For someone my age, uh, Mike Tyson's a weed guru. O.J. Simpson killed his wife and got away with it. Now he does fantasy football picks on videos on Twitter. Donald Trump's 
president of the United States. Kobe Bryant's dead. A lot of crazy shit. And now we got coronavirus. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's nutty fucking time. Also, uh, law enforcement in San Francisco, at least, and I'm sure elsewhere today, we're taking steps to prevent people from gathering in large numbers as the student community is wont to do, especially on 420. All of that is coming up. SternJesus.net, of course, for all the information on the show. It's an awesome, awesome place to go. In fact, as I've often said, it is your mother's favorite website, SternJesus.net. We'll be back, bitch. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere. But uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome sponsor of the show, Honest Buds. You find their banner on stonerjesus.net. Honest Buds are premium organic indoor-grown flowers cultivated in Oakland, California. You get three and a half grams of 100% hand-trimmed buds delivered in hermetically sealed and 100% smell-proof CR glassware. 100% organic means their flowers have no pesticides or additives, and they are non-GMO. In addition, they're third-party lab tested for purity and compliance. Pure, honest buds. Check out honestbuds.com to find out which strains they carry or simply click the Honest Buds banner on stonerjesus.net. Honest Buds, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on Demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. 
Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Savon speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com, Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Star G Show Live. <clears throat> Chapter 3, verse 24. The 420 2020 special. About five minutes from the end of 420 here on the East Coast, of course, those of you more Western time zones of the United States. A few more hours to celebrate 420 in our self isolation. Slash quarantine slash coronavirus slash COVID-19 world. Here we are. And there's a lot of live streams and concerts and stuff. Sorry I don't have Willie Nelson or Snoop Dogg or someone along those lines. I do have Kendra Sunderland, an interview I did with her a little bit later in the show. And of course I have myself as well. So we know surprise musical performances. You know, Paul McCartney is not waiting outside. It's not, it's not going to happen. So we can check out those other live streams if that's what you're looking for then that's fine. And there was a lot of content today. Everybody was home creating stuff because they have anything better to do. Being told to stay the fuck home. That's just what they're doing. Anyway, I didn't change my little graphic there. That's a bitch. I'm just going to put uh, some more shit. There we go. Some more shit. Bam. Not only the host of the show and the writer, the creator, 
also the director and producer. And I deem this segment some more shit. It should be some more 420 shit. I'm sorry, hold on. Another executive decision. Some more 420 shit. There we go. Now we're ready. I'll take away my crawl thing. There we go. Anyway, this first one is uh, this guy who owns his company, and I've heard this argument before about 420, that it shouldn't be so much about stoner culture, bro, and stereotypes and whatever. It should be more about activism and, you know, lessening the stigma around cannabis. And I agree with all that. That's fine. You know, I've said that before. We've done many 420 shows. I've written many articles over the years for various publications. Most recently, of course, Marijuana Times, see behind me. There's a place for that. Obviously, 420 is a good time for activism and to get issues in front of people. But before I even play this video, I gotta say that one of the things that all of this coronavirus shit should have taught us is that, you know what, maybe having some fucking fun sometimes and just sitting back and relaxing is not such a bad thing. When you're forced to do it, and some people are dying, it seems like, well, maybe we shouldn't have taken it for granted, the ability to relax and just be uh, less fucking stressed out. That's a lot of what marijuana is about. Yes, it's medicinal, and you can even argue that less stress is medicinal, but it doesn't matter. It can be many things to many people. As a company, you have a right to frame it any way you want to frame it. It's the great thing about it. But as far as dictating to the standard community what should and shouldn't be, that's a lost cause, bro. This is too many. There's too many people. I don't care what they're, what brings them together. That amount of people, there's going to be cultural shifts. Anyway, should we end the 420 holiday is the question asked by this video. First up, some quick 420 trivia for you, if you care. For the first time ever today on 420, April 20th, 2020, yep. at 420, there will be 420s. Mm. Share that with your friends today, if you celebrate 420. So today I interviewed Nick Kovacevic. He is the CEO and founder of Kush Holdings, Inc. It's a publicly traded company based out of California that basically sells the packaging and containers for the cannabis industry. So he has a pretty good handle on the direction that the industry seems to be going. He brought up something very interesting. As a big CEO in this industry, he wants to do away with 420. He basically thinks it's a bad idea. It's negative perception in terms of advancing the ultimate cause, which is full-blown legalization and decriminalization across the board. So in a sense, you know, as much as I love 420, the way that it's being celebrated, I think reinforces an old stereotype. That stigma that he's... See, here's the thing. As I said, there's way too many people in the cannabis community just to say, well, it's being portrayed this way. It's being portrayed many ways. Some people use it for activism. Some people gather on a fucking hill somewhere and smoke weed. It, that's the whole goddamn point of all of it. The point is, you can choose to use marijuana, you can choose not to. You can choose to celebrate however the fuck you want to, as long as you're not infringing on the rights of anyone else. I get his point. Oh, well, you know, stigma and stereotypes. Yeah, okay, I get it. Right. But, I mean, we laugh at Cheech and Chong, don't we? You ever seen up in smoke? 
is almost exclusively stoner stereotypes. It's funny. Sometimes you just want to relax. Do I think that every stoner uh, gets the munchies? And, uh, and, and uh, no, I don't. But it's funny. Somebody gets high on TV, needs a bag of fucking chips in six and a half seconds. And inhales a, a fucking box of Twinkies. It's funny. It's a stereotype. Yes, I know. Everything's harmful. Harmful to the movement. You know what's fucking harmful to the movement? Coronavirus has been harmful to the movement. You know how many states are not going to legalize this year because of it? It's one of the many, many effects. And again, as far as 420 goes, there's millions of people in this movement. They all celebrate in different ways. Some of them celebrate in similar ways. Some of them do some activism. They have some fun. They do something else. Some of them don't give a shit. You have a company. Do what you're going to do with your company and get off your fucking soapbox. Referring to is basically reefer madness. If you've ever seen or heard about that 1936 film, it's basically directed to parents showing the apparent devastating effects of marijuana. A film we screened, of course, right here on the Stern Jesus Show. It can have on your brain. And I'm always with live commentary. By me. Reminded of that guy who stands behind the piano, feverishly smoking a joint. And the narrator swoops in and says, Marijuana, burning weed, weed with its roots in hell. In hell. I would love to see this holiday uh, really rebranded as sort of a march or a call for change. Vosovich. And uh, that's, a lot of people do that. A lot of people use 420, especially the big organizations like Normal and DPA and MPP. They use the day as a a way to advance the cause and bring um, bring awareness to the issues at hand. But not everybody does, and not everybody's going to do something. Not everybody's going to do one thing. It's not the way people work. Points to a reason, especially in large numbers. Recent Quinnipiac study, which suggests that two thirds of Americans actually want some sort of federal legalization. I also asked him about what indicators he's looking for. He points to the Safe Banking Act. It basically opens the banking industry to pot shops and the cannabis industry. It would allow you to use a credit card at a pot shop, but also allow these small business owners, these retailers, to deposit their money in a bank and still have it be FDIC insured. The Safe Banking Act has passed through the U.S. House, but it's stalling in the Senate. But Kovacevic is pointing out something interesting. There's a senator that's uh, really fighting for a seat right now, which is Cory Gardner out of Colorado. And Colorado being, uh, like Washington, you know, one of the early adopters of legal cannabis, uh, there are some calls for, for the Senate to get the Safe Banking Act done prior to the election to potentially help Cory Gardner save his seat. In other words, because all controversial legislation always seems to come down to one or two deciding votes, he says watch for Senator Cory Gardner in Colorado, a very marijuana-heavy state, to possibly cross party lines to save his seat in the Senate. That should be really interesting to watch. And finally, a CEO in the cannabis industry has got to be celebrating 422, right? As a company, uh, Kushko Holdings, we, we gave the whole company the day off today. Uh, most of our clients are, are slammed. Um, if you drive by a dispensary today, probably lines around the block, right? So happy holidays, everybody. Celebrate safely if you care. See, it's a celebration. Even that guy's celebrating. One of the things he's rebranding or whatever. Just calm down. Okay, have some fun.
and go back to having a stick up your ass tomorrow. <laughs> Not that that guy has a stick up his ass. I'm just, I'm just using an example. Just to settle down a little bit. You know who's chill? Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's right. If you knew Mike Tyson in the 80s and 90s, during his uh, less chill days, I guess we'll say, I think it's fair. But now, Mike Tyson, man, he's super fucking chill, bro. Hey, listen, first thing I do, I wake up in the morning, I smoke this beautiful uh, Tyson Ranch toad marijuana, the cannabis. I go to heaven and then I start my day. I'm here speaking with you and we're celebrating this wonderful achievement of 420 being our holiday, our celebration. Uh, man, it's just something I can't even imagine. Anything, anything special in plans on 420 in terms of, of what you're smoking? Or is it is everyday 420 at the Tyson Ranch? Well, pretty much everyday 420, but the actual day 420 is something really to be remembered. This is the start of um, of a revolution that's been going on for 30 or 40 years, and we're reaching um, the ascendant to our success in this particular race of getting cannabis become pretty much the the drug of the world, the medicine of the world, so to speak. Mike. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mike Tyson has a ranch. Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson. It's a weed ranch. And trust me, I know it's been 30 years. He's 30 years removed from being that guy. But still, it's weird. It's weird to me to see O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Just pop up a video on my Twitter feed. And it's O.J. <laughs> Decapitated his ex-wife. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> this is weird shit. Like I said, Donald Trump's fucking president of the United States. He was in Home Alone too. It's just a weird fucking time for someone my age. Uh, Willie Cinco in the Periscope chat room. Happy 420. Happy 420 to you. 16 toes down. Happy 420. Bro, smoking a three-paper joint right now. Fucking A. Blaze up with me and Iron Mike. I'm sure you've been asked this question a lot, but being 420, if there was anybody past or present that you can spend time with and smoke with on 420... Raider Murph in the Periscope chat room said, I'm going to the ranch. That is going to be, that's going to be fucking crazy. Off the hook, off the chain, off the hook and chain simultaneously, if you will. Smoking weed with Mike Tyson. That's got to be a fucking trip. Who would that be? Hey, I really don't know, but definitely with the King Bob Marley, there's no doubt. Definitely. Have you ever have you ever partaked with maybe his children? Yes, I have. I've done that. I went to the um, the Marley Estate in Jamaica, and um, I had the privilege to um, experience some of the history of the Marley family. And know it was so um, amazing that I went to the house that he he lived when he was just a young boy coming up in the music world, and he would write all his ideas on the wall. By the way, not for nothing, and I don't mean to nitpick this, but something I've experienced with, it's very easy to get some sort of mixer and a microphone. If you're doing a lot of interviews, talking to people, and you want them to hear what you're saying without that fucking attenuation, and it sounds like you're, uh, you, you have a garbage can on your head, let's get a mic, an iron mic. If you will, 
He can even hold it and say, this is my iron mic. It'd be fucking hilarious. Mike Tyson holding his iron mic. Talking on TMZ. Just invest in a fucking microphone. You celebrities, late night hosts, whatever, that have been uh, relegated to the status of someone like me. See, I can do it. I can do it. Look. Look, it's a fucking microphone. It's very easy. Microphone, mixer, something you can interface with your computer, whatever. Just the, the little laptop microphone. That shit don't cut it, bro. You gotta step up your game. It's 2020. It's coronavirus. You're at home. You're doing interviews. Fucking, come on, bro. Get a mic. Iron mic. So everything that he, he written on the wall is still on the wall. Every country he's been to is still on the wall. He is just such an amazing man. I wish I had the opportunity to meet him. Last thing for you, Mike. It's 420. What would Mike Tyson's message be to anyone today as they wake up and celebrate 420? That 4, 420 doesn't represent getting high, represent love, 420. You know, from, for, for, all, for all the many years, a decade, the generations that we've been all disenfranchised with one another in different countries, different um, states, different, um, you know, it's all over the world. We get disenfranchised and we can't be among one another. 420 allows us to be enfranchised with one another. That's right, bro. 420 allows us to be enfranchised with one another. See, this fucking gold. You know how many golden things Mike Tyson has said in his life? By the way, for you younger folks, go back and, like, check out Mike Tyson as a boxer. And there's also the whole, you know, convicted rapist thing. But he used to pummel the shit out of grown fucking men with ease. It was crazy. And they got knocked out by fucking Buster Douglas. Crazy, crazy fucking shit. Rita Murphy in the chat room says, What strain you chiefing on tonight? I want to say Wedding Crashers. Is that right? I think that's what it is. I don't know. I should have paid more attention. Supertron for Raider. Fucking A. If you see Mike at the ranch, so what's up? The Stern Jesus says, What's up? Get a fucking microphone. <laughs> Damn it. Come on. I can do it. Anyone can. In any case, this last, uh, last story, police were deployed in San Francisco to make sure that Hippie Hill stayed free of 420 celebrations. 420 celebrations are canceled across the Bay Area, and San Francisco police have issued a stern warning. Stay away from Hippie Hill. KPIX 5's Kit Doe joins us live from Golden Gate Park, where thousands normally gather for the unofficial cannabis. Yeah, Ray first of all, said that ESPN has all the old fights up for free uh, if you subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. Crazy, crazy shit. 16 Toes Down says you see Mike Tyson Mysteries. That's another, that's another crazy aspect of Mike Tyson's life. Mike Tyson Mysteries. Fucking Norm MacDonald's like a bird. And Mike Tyson solves mysteries in 11-minute increments. Fucking nuts. Anyway... Back to Hippie Hill. Holiday kit, a different scene this morning. 
Yeah, there is no doubt that it is canceled right now. Just in case you didn't get the message, they've got the roadblocks up already. We've seen uh, park rangers roaming about. Uh, their patrol cars, they have uh, left the scene now. If you look closely, you might be able to see a couple of them still on foot milling about here. But yeah, they are diverting traffic, trying to get ahead of whoever might be coming out here to smoke out. Now, this is what it looked like uh, just a few moments ago. Chain link fence surrounding the area. San Francisco police are out there already. The warning is out. Anybody trying to enter the grounds will be arrested or cited. We were out there earlier right there at the uh, fence line and they kicked us out even so they mean business. Now every year the 420 celebration draws upwards of 10 to 20,000 people. It is not an officially sanctioned event by the city but it is allowed to go on unchallenged. That is not the case this year as Mayor Breed gave a stern warning trying to prevent any impromptu celebrations from popping up on Hippie Hill. During 420 we are going to be um, at Golden Gate Park. Uh, we're going to fence up Golden Gate Park. We're going to have police officers out in force. <coughs> A number of <coughs> square dispensaries are offering free delivery, but just in San Francisco, Barbary Coast says to check out their Instagram feed for information about a smoke out on, you guessed it, Zoom. Live events online start streaming today at 10 a.m. Stay, stay away from the eastern side of Golden Gate Park. That's where most of the closures are happening right now. We're live in San Francisco. Kit Doe, KPIX5. Dude. Sad day. Anyway, Hippie Hill, uh, Kendra Sunderland in my interview earlier today that you're going to see after the break, mentions her uh, time at Hippie Hill last year, I believe it was. So that is coming up. A lot of stuff still to come. It's not 420 anymore here on the East Coast. But everybody else, to the west of here, you're still celebrating 420. Later doing it with us, as that guy said, there's a lot of live streaming today and stuff going on. Um, it's, uh, it's a weird, it's a weird fucking day. It's a weird time. It's a weird 420. We've pointed out many times before with the entire month being 420, uh, different things are expected. But here we are. The fuck are you gonna do? Never be, you'll never be normal again. Who knows where it'll come from this? Me, I'm, I'll still be here doing this. <laughs> really, I, got, I really got nothing else to do. So, like I said, I would have been still here doing this, whether coronavirus existed or not. Exactly like this. So. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Is that a is that a saying? It sounds like a dumb saying. Anyway, who am I to judge? Start to show life. Chapter three, verse twenty-four, the four twenty, twenty twenty special. Is it for the live portion? As I said in an interview with Kendra Sunderland, KS Library Girl on Twitter, the real Kendra Sunderland on Instagram. She's OnlyFans, KendraSutherlandVIP.com. Talk about all that. What she's got going on, 420. Like I said, we took some some rips and some dabs and whatnot. So all that's coming up right after some awesome words from our sponsors. You should go check them out. Of course, SternJesus.net. All information on the show, sponsor banners, audio shows, links, social media links. All of that. SternJesus.net. Coming up, Kendra Sunderland. Thanks for watching. Dick Nuggets. Peace. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com.
Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here, and I have a confession to make. I suck at rolling. That's right. I suck at rolling. I can roll in an emergency, and it may be adequate, but it's certainly not going to be good, and it's certainly not going to be quick, and there's probably going to be a lot of cussing involved. Luckily, I found the Stoner Jesus Show is a brand new sponsor, Pre-Roll Tray. Check them out at prerolltray.com or click that Pre-Roll Tray banner on stonerjesus.net. is the only herbal cigarette packing tray on the market. The Pre-Roll Tray is going to allow you as an experienced connoisseur to pack your herbs faster, cleaner, and easier than ever before. But even better than that, it will allow you, the most novice, first-time users out there, to enjoy their medicated and recreational herbs in a way they never could have before. Check out the pre-roll tray banner on stonerjesus.net. Don't be sad. Don't be ashamed about not knowing how to roll or not being good at it. Instead, get the pre-roll tray. And if you are good at it, well, good for you. Still get the pre-roll tray. An awesome new sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Check out the pre-roll tray banner on stonerjesus.net. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network. Founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. On NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on Demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the show, everybody. On the video chat, we have adult superstar Kendra Sunderland. Kendra Sunderland, VIP, KS Library Girl on Twitter, OnlyFans <laughs> as well. Kendra, welcome to the show and happy 420. Happy 420. I got Absolutely. my pickle rig, nectar collector. We might as well start off with, uh, with a rip before we get into anything. Just to uh, 
to celebrate, as we were just talking about before we went on the air, obviously with the coronavirus and everything, people were kind of doing the self-isolation thing, but they can't ruin 420. They can't take this from us. The whole month is 420. They tried to take that from us as well. They canceled all the events, <laughs> but fuck that. We're here anyway. We can do it. It's very nice. What'd you have there? I'm old school with the bong. The dabs are cool too. My third dab of the day. Okay. Woo. <laughs> I, uh,. <coughs> I, for some reason, I can't smoke out of bongs anymore, like, oh, yeah? I just, the taste, I don't know why, it's just all of a sudden I don't like the taste at all. Yeah, it's not a and great it's taste. unfortunate because I have a lot of very beautiful bongs. Yeah. I like to collect glass and I don't really smoke out of them anymore. They're more oh, so wow. just to look at. <laughs> yeah, still nice decorations. <laughs> they are, um, they're beautiful. With all this uh, Corona stuff going on, what's your last uh, month, six weeks been like? How are you? How are the people around you? Um. Well, I moved, so the whole first part of my um, of the whole quarantine, I was moving, and I have accumulated a lot of things over the years. Um, like I had a house, a big house, so I've just had a lot of stuff that I've never gone through. So I probably spent the entire quarantine throwing away things, packing things, going through things. I went to the dump probably like six times. So <laughs> I wish that I could have just laid around and watched movies like everybody else. Or like, I see everyone being like, I wish I, you know, had something else to do besides watch movies. I'm so tired of watching movies and stuff. I'm like, I wish I was doing that. I'm freaking <laughs> exhausted. From I can moving. imagine. Uh, but I'm, what was your, I'm done. So. You're done moving? That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was this, did you have, what were your 420 plans before all this happened? Were you going to be at some event? What were you going to be doing besides, you know, chilling at home? Well, uh, me and my roommate, Carmen Caliente, were supposed to dance at Crazy Horse in San Francisco. Um, we did that last year, and it actually was on 420 because 420 was on a weekend last year. So we went to Hippie Hill in San Francisco and we smoked with everybody. I think it was like a world record for the amount of people smoking at one time. They had said maybe they were lying just to hype people up, <laughs> but it was super, super lit. And then um, dancing was so fun. And we were supposed to do that um, this last weekend. And obviously it got canceled or postponed. So I was pretty upset about that. And we were going to have like a housewarming 420 party like we love to have wow. parties and go all out there would literally be like weed decorations everywhere everybody would have to dress in like something marijuana related and i would have made like green alcohol and had like dabs <laughs> weed everything like edibles it would have been just like a huge big fun party and unfortunately we're just getting high on our own today it's sad <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely disappointing, but at least we can uh, broadcast to people and with the technology and everything. We can, you know, share at least some camaraderie with our uh, our stoner community on 420. Uh, how has your weed supply been under Corona? Is it is it harder to get? Is it the same? Uh, what's that been like? Well, um, I don't know. I feel like I had somebody send me dabs during all of this, so I well, guess good. it's not that hard to <laughs> get. But me, we used to have like this big jar 
and it holds like about a pound and we used to fill it a pound at a time. Wow. And that person that used to fill it is not around anymore. Like, um, stop fucking with us. And so now we like buy like two ounces at a time. And that really goes so fast for me and her. Like you would think two ounces could last two small girls a very <laughs> long time, but it really does not. It lasts us like two weeks, maybe at the most. So it sucks. But I think that we're going to go get some today. I just don't really like paying for weed. Yeah, that does. That is rough. (laughs) But it could be worse. I don't think anybody does like paying for weed, but I'm not used to it. I saw some people on Twitter. I think somebody from like, I said something about 420 and somebody from Turkey said that they were dry over there because of the, you know, there's no traveling and there's no weed coming in and whatever. And there's a lot of places in the world where people, uh, you know, can't get their weed and they couldn't, they didn't think about that when, you know, this, this pandemic came up, but it affects a lot of shipping and it's crazy. Oh my God. I would die. Honestly, the only thing that I need to survive is weed and my nails. I had to have <laughs> nail. <laughs> Those are nice. like, I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I am addicted to having long nails, <laughs> having my fucking nails done. <laughs> and it's crazy that it's not considered essential, like hair, and nails aren't considered essential like they should be <laughs> so obviously with uh everybody stuck at home people are as you said watching more movies and all that and they're obviously consuming more porn uh, have you seen that on your end as far as you know uh, higher demand on your websites and stuff i think so i feel like um because my only fans is only three dollars that it's definitely something that a lot of people can afford and um i've seen like kind of a spike in that and i kind of stopped checking the statistics on my website but i check my bank account and i like that <laughs> so i'm just always happy with that but yeah i feel like a lot of people are watching porn and it's funny all the people that are like oh i'm gonna go make an only fans now like guess it's time to make an only fans and we're like okay calm down like this is a job <laughs> This isn't just like, I'm going to post some pictures of my feet and hope that people buy them. And like, hopefully nobody in my family ever finds out. And I feel like I'm living proof that it's possible for everybody (laughs) and your grandparents and it to be on the fucking news in your hometown. Like it's possible for everybody to find out. So yeah. Yeah. The internet's uh, (laughs) pretty popular these days Uh, for people who don't know, we had you on the show, I guess about three and a half years ago or something like that. And uh, you kind of oh, wow. came to viral fame on the internet through the library video. Can you kind of recap that for us, for uh, for people who don't know how you rose to prominence, if you will? Yeah, <laughs> I started webcam because I was tired of being broke and nobody would hire me. And so I did a webcam show in my college library, Oregon State University, go Beavs. <laughs> <laughs> and I two months later or whatever, somebody posted the video on Pornhub with my legal name in the title. And then it was on the news in the college town and my hometown, basically everywhere. Even some people in other countries were telling me that they saw me in the news or on like the newspaper that I got arrested for masturbating in a public library. So um, I feel like over the weekend, it just blew up and everybody was calling me library girl. And I kind of just took off with it. I started feature dancing. I started doing conventions. I did magazines and then I started shooting porn. I've been on two contracts. I've won awards. I have a flashlight. 
and yeah, I have my own website. I have everything pretty much going yeah, on. I guess it, uh, for a lot of women, it could have been something that could have, you know, derailed their life or sent them in another direction. But you really, you capitalized on it and, and took advantage of it and built a life, you know, uh, on your own. I mean, people like you and me, obviously we do it in different ways, but we're down deep. We're content creators and we're putting stuff out there for people to consume and basically hustling on our own outside the mainstream of, of what people are doing. So uh, yeah. I'm glad to see that, you know, you keep, you keep on it. You know, there's a lot of people who drop off and, and don't keep going, but you know, once you have that, once you have that in and you get that door open a little bit, you gotta, you, you gotta kick it down and, and get out there and keep doing it. Yeah. That's so funny. I used to say, I remember back when like the library thing first happened, I was like, I had my foot in the door, you know, cause I had started webcamming. I had stopped lying to people about my job. Like I stopped caring. I think my first nude got out. Somebody put out my first nude and everyone made fun of me and called me pepperoni nipples, even though I feel like my nipples are very proportionate to my boobs. And I, um, I but I was always self-conscious about my nipples because I was very narrow minded. And then when I started webcamming is when I had guys tell me that they love my nipples specifically or that they loved these things about me that I was self-conscious about. Um, and that's when I just started gaining confidence and I stopped lying to people about my job. And I was like, yeah, I'm webcamming. I'm also making like three grand every two weeks, like for a broke college student. That sounds pretty fucking amazing. Like I actually wanted to make three grand in two weeks and I made 35. So I was like, really fuck y'all. I'm oh, yeah. webcamming and I don't care. And so then when the library thing got out, I was already kind of prepared and, um, I just sat i really decided i was like this is what i want to do i say that i put my foot in the door and they fucking push me down through the door and down the fucking <laughs> stairs um but it ended up being like a good thing like on the other side i ended up doing everything that i wanted to do and you know when the whole library thing got out i was like why am i still going to this college when i don't really care for these classes i don't care for all this i want to travel and doing this can give me the money to travel and then I take pictures when I'm traveling, you know, it was all kind of like a cool thing that you get, you get to go travel and then you're making money while you're traveling on your vacation. It was all very enticing, obviously, for anybody. So Absolutely. I just, I can't see myself being like, oh no, and like hiding back in Salem, Oregon, pretending like I wasn't on the news, you know? Yeah, believe me, if people would pay me to see my tits, I wouldn't, there would never be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we work with what we got. <laughs> Um, I know I probably asked you this question the first time we talked, because I ask it of everybody, first time guests or whatever, but it's been three and a half years since then, and obviously you have um, better access to better weed. Uh, mm -hmm. I ask everybody about, if there's an instance that comes to mind, if I ask them about the highest they've ever been, is there a specific time that comes to mind where you're just like, man, I'm just really, really fucking high, I'm always going to remember how high I am right now. Is there anything that comes yeah. to mind for you? uh yeah there's definitely that i was on a flight and this just isn't gonna sound good when you start with that i was on an airplane unable to get off but um i was sitting down like playing games on my phone and i was eating this brownie that i had a friend give me that they had somebody made so it wasn't like tested there was no way to tell how much weed was in that brownie no. And I was hungry, so I started eating it and not really paying attention. And then we're like, we're about to land or whatever, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I stood up to go to the bathroom. And when I stood up, 
I was like drunk. Like I like had to stop for a second and like look around and everyone's like kind of looking at me in the aisle seat. I was like, Oh God, you can do this. So I like stumbled to the fucking bathroom and I like remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like, Holy fucking shit. Like I wasn't going to throw up or anything, but, or pass out. But I just remember looking in the mirror and being like, I'm so fucking high. <laughs> How did this happen? How did this happen? And then I think that I don't really remember much after that. I know I got off the plane. Obviously I made it, but I think that I was going to feature dance. So I think that I just passed out once I made it to my hotel room and then I woke up <clears throat> to dance. I still was pretty high. Like they said, my eyes were like, solo they're like whoa are you really high and i'm like bro i ate a fucking brownie earlier i have no idea how much was in it but thankfully i was chill because there's been two other times that i like ate too much and i just was like shaking kind of i don't know my legs were like shaking i don't know if that's yeah. ever happened to anybody but i ate too much of a brownie i don't know what's with these brownies and why i keep going back to them but i ate too much and then just like was kind of like shaking i don't know and most great edible stories to start with. You know, I was really hungry and I didn't know how much it was, but I just kept eating it. And yeah. so I always tell people, oh, if yeah. you're, you're going to try edibles, especially for the first time, just eat a little bit and just sit there and wait. And if you find yourself saying, man, yeah. these edibles ain't shit, well, they are, just wait. And if they're not, then no yeah. harm to foul. But... It's also <laughs> funny for people that don't really ever take edibles because they're like, like my friend that doesn't really smoke or um, take edibles a lot. He would take edibles and be like, oh, I only need like five milligrams. And he'd be like, do you want one? I'm like, how many milligrams? He's like, five milligrams. And I'm like, bitch, get that out of here. Like, I don't even need to eat so many of them. So I'm up to like 50 milligrams and I'm feeling fine anywhere over 100. And I'm like, whacked. And that happened to me and my roommate. Uh, Kaneko is actually one of my favorite edible companies. They make like the bombest cookies and brownies and blondies and freaking everything and they sent me some edibles for me to try and so we made a video of us trying every single one and then i did the math and we ate like over 100 milligrams each and then i had to drive her to for her to catch a wow. flight and she said while she was her bag was too heavy so while she was taking stuff out she ripped her pants and then <laughs> i was like high as shit eating yogurt like in the terminal and felt like everyone was staring at her it was fucking hilarious i was like we ate so many edibles but it's always a fun time unless you know you eat way too many oh absolutely and you're not experienced <laughs> um obviously we're all getting through this coronavirus thing but afterwards when things kind of get back to whatever they're going to approach normal as when this is said and done uh do you have any future projects you're you're interested in things you want to do stuff you want to to uh to do once we're we're let loose a little bit yeah i mean i definitely want to get back to vacations <laughs> <laughs> my life before all of this was work vacations and concerts and festivals and i really um i love the concert and festivals but i feel like i really didn't appreciate them enough because now knowing that yeah. all of these ones that we had planned are canceled or postponed and we don't know when it's gonna be it's like super depressing because i realized that became such a huge part of my life is going to all these concerts and festivals and seeing all my favorite artists live is honestly probably some of my favorite memories so hopefully once it's all over we can get back to doing that i love dressing up for festivals with my twin and like fucking dancing around and going to mexico 
on a whim and just having fun on the beach and going to Hawaii. And I just really miss all of that. And of course, shooting porn, I was getting on a roll. I had just got on contract and just started shooting for them. So I was really like excited and getting to meet everybody and have fun and get paid. And now (laughs) I'm like, I just wish I could go back to that. I really miss it. So I just want to get back to all of that and being able to go to the grocery store (laughs) like normally and being able to buy toilet paper. Yeah. Gives you a lot of perspective on the things that you took for for granted, the things you just were just everyday things. And when it's gone, it's a really weird time. That's for sure. Yeah, I've always been like a firm believer in like, you know, the internet. Everyone's so focused on like getting their name out there, having the most following, or having the most, you know, fucking diamonds on their neck or the coolest cars. But at the end of it, when things like this make you realize like what's really important, like the people that you care about and staying safe and like healthy and really checking on everybody that you truly love. And I feel like this is kind of teaching people a lesson and hopefully things don't go back to the way that they were completely because it was also kind of fucked up the way everything was. So hopefully this changes yeah. everything. Yeah, we can definitely help. Probably not, yeah. but there's wishful hoping. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so people who are looking for you online, uh, where are some of the places they can find you like Instagram and OnlyFans and that kind of stuff? Um, Instagram, Instagram is the real Kendra Sunderland, um, Twitter, KS Library Girl, website, KendraSunderlandVIP.com, and OnlyFans.com slash KS Library Girl. Very awesome. Do a couple more rips Very awesome. before, <laughs> before we get out of here to celebrate 420. Do what we can. For all those of you out there, you had plans, events, stuff you wanted to go to, and you're here, you're watching live streams and interviews and, and Instagram and stuff like that. Thanks for uh, for checking in and and continuing Thank to you. be part of the, the community, even though we have to be separate. Hey. You know? We're missing the big a friend circles with and all is that, a but... friend indeed. Mm, indeed. Mm-hmm. Kendra, it's awesome to see you again. Thank you. Happy 420. Absolutely. Happy 420. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, anytime Thank you want to be on. Thank you for having me. Let us know. Anytime you anything to promote or shoot the shit or smoke weed or whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Happy 420, Kendra. Have a good night. Happy 420. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.